dice out now. Game. Game. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chech and I'm your DM, and the players with me tonight are... Kara. I forgot my fucking youth there. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember. Yaha, fiddle-dee-dee, you are a pirate. <laughs> okay. Richard. Hey. Dia. It's me, and I'm wearing short shorts. <laughs> nice. You go, girl. And Jan. My name is Bernhard, and I've never touched my ass. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, goofs that rely entirely on the pre-game chat. <laughs> Best kind of goofs, if you ask me. Absolutely. And no one will ever know why. Right, so, peeps, it's been a week since we last saw each other, but, like, in those seven days, I've gotten back to work, and I've gotten barely any sleep, because I've been... Working constantly, you know, just from home to work, from work to home, and oof. And this messed up sleep schedule has uh, impacted my ability to remember things, so can anybody tell me what happened last episode? Well, insert recording here. Dawn tried to stop Darren from biting the apple, but it was too late. He watched curiously to see if anything happened. Darren thought Dawn was just jealous that he got the apple and not him. We all went back inside... Decla passed the doorway trap with ease, and we investigated the scrolls. Two were for Bless, and one was for Lesser Restoration. Darren started to feel a little ill, and as we discussed plans, he ran out of the building and into the woods. We headed through a corridor and found a door back to the entrance hall and a door to the outside. As we exited, we heard a click, but nothing happened. We decided it was probably a trap that had already been set off. Outside were seven statues and an animal carcass. We worked out that the statues were the old gods. One attacked us when we got too close. Darren returned and triggered another statue, but Dawn pulled him out of the way. Decla and Darren recognised the eight-armed statue from a tree carving, and Decla and Dawn recognised the hunter statue as something they found on their archaeological dig. Dawn realised the eight-armed statue was the god of magic, and Darren recalled there was a connection between that god and lavender dust. Darren touched the eight-armed god statue, but nothing happened. From north to south, the statues were arranged as follows. The top one was a woman in a fur coat with a hood and her hair waving as if blowing in the wind. Then a woman with eight arms, who is the god of magic. Then the god of the hunt, female, bare-breasted and carrying a bow. Then a man with a spear and an apple, followed by a beefy man holding a tree. The next statue was of unknown gender, holding two cups and pouring into a bowl. The last was a woman with a raven's head. We returned to the building and headed down into the basement, part of which was blocked off by a portcullis. There were boxes full of stone-working things and white robes. Darren found a winch that he thought would open the portcullis and turned it. It opened a pit that he and Decla fell in. The pit was small and they managed to climb out. Darren tried to lift the portcullis, but failed to do so, so he cast Acid Splash on it, but it didn't help much. While Dawn and Kasni were raiding the soft robes, 
Casney found a lever and pulled it. The portcullis raised. Man, that was a great recap. <laughs> okay, yeah, so uh, that happened, I guess. Wow. <laughs> One of your best so far. <laughs> yeah. I, know, right? I, li- I liked how succinct it was. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're in the basement of the temple. You've uh, just climbed out of a pit trap and are progressing to the next room. As you continue into the next room, you see a lot of sturdy tables that are covered with tools and crafting implements. And uh, in the southwest corner of the workshop, you see a small forge with an anvil. Um, And there's a small collection of rusted weapons, spears, arrows, swords, and the like, stacked carelessly in one corner. Very messy. All the stuff in here doesn't seem like decent craftsmanship. Is it plain stuff? It's pretty plain. Yeah, and kind of old. Uh, roll investigation. <laughs> well, that's a good start. Um, Dawn's eyes fall out of his sockets. <laughs> Was it a one? A uh, natural one, yeah. Dawn wanders into the room and starts poking around at the piles, uh, inadvertently tri- triggering a small landslide, which is culminates yeah, no. with a pike nearly falling on his head. Yeah, no, that happens. You go to the stack of weapons in the corner and... Uh, you pull out a small sword and uh, you upset the balance and everything just sort of collapses onto you. Um, roll me constitution save. You made this happen. Nine. Oh, goodness. Congratulations, you've got tetanus. <laughs> I have tetanus, but it's okay as long as the other nine swords through me didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Durin points and laughs. Dawn throws a sword at him. Kazni offers a hand. Where'd you find that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dawn sort of fluffs away from the uh, swords and makes sure none of his clothes are too ruined. Gazny, uh, uh, help! They are a bit brown from the rust. <sighs> Fine. Oh, this, it's mostly no, dirty, they're not it, It's rust. It, this... Yeah, it's it, they're dirty, they're not... Uh... You'll never get rust out of silk. Prestidigitation. Which you have now, don't you? I'm pretty sure you have that. Like... If Don didn't take prestidigitation, then I don't know what he's doing with his life. Dawn looks at his clothes slightly aghast and then um, casts prestidigitation to clean himself. Yeah, and in a puff, uh, the rust is gone from your clothes. Anybody else? Uh... Um, I'll have a look. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> what, what what skill are we doing? Um, it's a no, but... Investigation. Investigation, which I think I don't have. Yeah. Okay, that's a three. That's a three. Like, you can take 20 if you want. Or take t- 10. So, if you choose so. Take 20 means you take an hour to search over everything. You take 10 means you take 10 minutes to search everything. And uh, it counts as if you rolled at least a 10. So. And if we we're in no rush, I don't see why we wouldn't take 20. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You take 20, you take... Well, there's not really enough here for an hour of it. So, you know, let's just take you take 10 because, you know... You still got all the info. <laughs> Anyways, you find a bunch of uh, small half-finished arrows, uh, sides. You find some trigger mechanisms on various tables. You find uh, an old, slightly pulpy diagram of something that seems to be like a trap. Uh, it seems to detail how t- how the scythe traps in the statues outside work. Ooh, fascinating! Right, how would one remove that from this room and keep it intact? Oh, yeah, you can't do mending on the written word. But could you dry it out with something? Is it wet? 
Well, it's starting to decompose. It's kind of mushy, yeah, and the air is sort of damp here, actually. Can I draw? Can I use shape water to draw the water out of it? I don't know if that's something I can do. Oh, that's really pushing it. Yeah, mm. I, I know. I've been pushing what you could do with shape water. Okay. I let you do that to uh, clear the water b- in the well, but like that's no, no, that's fair. like sediment no. in water. This is like water from a thing. Yeah. If if we start with that, then we open a whole new <laughs> level of uh, fucked up stuff you can do. So yeah, no, we can't. A whole new level of playable bullshit. <laughs> Cassidy can just, like, dehydrate people instantly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just takes off his shirt. <laughs> so with prestigitation, you can chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. Flavor? Yeah, yes. I know. I want to eat the book. No, I want to warm it so it dries out. Or you can just look at it because it's not that difficult, you know? I think you wanted to take it with us. Yeah. To go investigate. But if I can copy it, that's fine. I'll take that. I know. Yeah, or you can copy it, you know, because... I shall copy the trap. Presumably as an archaeology student, you have that sort of thing with you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a cleric, so I'd assume you'd have scrolls and things. You did do a a sketch of a thing in the cave. I did, didn't I? What do I roll to copy this thing? I mean, if you're taking time and uh, you have experience with it, I'm just going to let you do it. Right. Because, like, you know, you're not in a rush. I'm not going to... Actually, do roll me, just just to see if you completely fuck it up, do roll me a performance. Dexterity, dexterity plus performance. What's with all these bad rolls? No, it's That's a 16, role. what are you talking about? Yeah, from over here it 16 like plus 16. what? Sorry, performance to 18. Like, I don't even know what you use for drawing, so, I don't know, it's like dexterity, but there, it's also creativity, but you don't, there's no creativity roll in here, so, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, it was just to see if you if you rolled a one. So yeah, you successfully copied the diagram. But yeah, you realize that the diagram is very pulpy and very mushy. And you realize that the other door of this room is like swollen shut with water. Could there be water on the other side? Does it like, yeah, it looks all, it looks all wet. Does there seem to be like water coming out from under the door? No, it doesn't. It seems to be swollen to the point where no water passes. Is it like actually wet to the door or is it just like moldy and water damaged? And Yeah, it's very moldy and the air in here is like very tough to breathe. It, it's got that sort of um, sharp smell to it. Dawn looks at the water genasi mm-hmm. and goes, I think this is your area of expertise. Okay, so, well, we've established that I can't shape water out of things it's soaked through. Mm-mm. Can we... This door looks like the, the water on the other side is at least as high as the top of the door. Um, I am gonna... I'm gonna uh, try and open this door, but it might be a good idea for the rest of you to step back, maybe go up the stairs, unless you want to get wet. Dawn shudders at the thought of that and nods. Goes, yes, that's uh, that's a solid plan. Okay, so I'm going to send them away while I open a mysterious door in a dodgy temple full of things that have already tried to kill us. <laughs> and I will. I mean, I, will, I mean, you don't have to, you know. It's it's a choice. I'm going to try to open the door just at first, like you know, nobody ever sees if the door is just not, you know, it's just unlocked to begin with. It might be. Mm-hmm. Does it? Because if it opens outwards, this is going to be a piece of cake. <laughs> it does open outwards. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Right, so I'm going to attempt to open the door. I could have done fine traps, but never mind. It's 
pretty stuck because it's uh, swollen shut, so roll me a strength check. Well, that is not my um, forte, really. Yeah, it's no one's. Like, y'all, y'all's dump stats are strength and intelligence, like all of you. Uh, I'm not that dumb. I mean, you, it sounds like you're talking about Declan. <laughs> okay, maybe not intelligence, but like, y'all are wimps. Okay, so how much did you roll? Twelve. Twelve, yeah. Um, it takes you a bit of trying, but you open the door and suddenly just a block of water rushes into you, tries to push you away. Floodgates is open and water pours into the room. Make me a strength saving throw. Yes. Yes. Oh no. That was a nine. Yeah, you try to uh, hold on to the door to stand up, but uh, the force of the water just knocks you to the ground and floats you away a few feet. Luckily for me, I can swim really well. Well, it still throws you on the ground. And now you're lying down in like... Nobody's seen it. Because they've all gone up the stairs. So I immediately get up as quickly as I can so nobody notices. Well, you get up from like a few inches of water on the floor and you're wet. All your clothes have uh, soaked through. (laughs) Your shirt uh, clings to your body and... Does his shirt go translucent? I'm hoping to get some fan art of this. Anyways. Um, Can we see the little nipples? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, the door is open now. Um, y'all upstairs hear the rush of water below and the sploosh, the sploosh, sploosh. Uh, what do you do about it? Okay, check. Kazuki's okay. Right, well, I got up as soon as I could, so hopefully nobody saw me... Um, Fallen on the floor there. No. Good, good. But I assume we all hear and see the water. Yeah. Well, we knew it was going to happen. That's why I sent everyone back, because I'm a good swimmer, and I can control water if need be. I want to roll deception to try and convince the water that the door actually never opened. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is like Taz trying to... Okay, you can roll for it. (laughs) Use constitution to open a locked door. That's natural 20. (laughs) Yeah, so you say that to the water and it doesn't react because it's water. It doesn't have thought. Dang, I should have thought of that. Side note, Cassie's hair looks really good. No, that is true. Dawn might be a little bit jealous of it. Checha, how 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 deep is the water? Like ankle deep. Oh, okay, so. We can wade through it, okay. Your shoes will probably get wet, but Yeah, I don't I don't care. I will well, actually, I, I will remove my boots and then wade barefoot into the water, uh, and I want to see what's behind the door. Yeah, and as you peek your head into the... Well, for, uh, actually, first I want to ask uh, Kazni if he's all right. <laughs> Don't want to be a total asshole. No, 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 ma'am, I'm fine, I'm fine. Did, did, did you fall? No, no, I'm, I'm, I, I was, uh, I was fine. I, I, I was expecting the water to come out quite quickly. Oh, you, but you're really wet. Yeah, it, the water just it flowed out real quick. Just went everywhere. Uh, it's, it's not, re- uh, okay. <laughs> and then I, uh, yeah, I want to see what's behind the door. Okay, and as you peek your head into the room, you see a broken water tank that has collapsed in the center of the room, and. Trickles spill from broken pipework in the southeast corner and the walls drip with condensation and you see a gleam of eight tiny pairs of eyes stare at you (gasps) and you just hear a loud hiss Okay. and a pack of eight rats rushes towards you. 
I jump back into the 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 other room where we came from, and I squeal. What what's wrong? What's wrong, Darren? I squeal. Rats. Do we roll for initiative or? <laughs> I, you could just close the door. I I guess. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me I got my uh, my good jacket wet for nothing? <laughs> You shut the door behind you and uh, you just hear a few uh, bumps as the rats bump into the closed door. There's more hissing coming from the door, but then it kind of stops and you figure the rats went away. So Darren visibly shudders. You okay there, man? Uh, yeah, I just I do not like rats. You're from the city, man. You really don't ever... I, I lived among them. I never got used to them. They're kind of tasty, though. Dawn <laughs> shudders at that. I suggest we uh, line up. I will stay in the back, and then we'll open this door again. What's inside, other than the rats, did you see? I, I only saw a busted-up water tank, uh, which explains where all this water came from. Not much more beyond that. If it's not too badly busted up, maybe I could fix it. I mean, I'm not much of a plumber, but I can mend things. It's collapsed. Why, why, would, you, why would you want to fix it? Do you want to move into this temple? No, but, you know... It would be less wet down here. And whilst that's not a major issue for me, you seem to take uh, uh, take exception to that. Oh, I don't care. I don't mind. I just don't like the rats. Come on, let us sort Darren's little rat problem out. Like, you don't have to, you know? Just, it's there if... I'm not, I'm not gonna force you, you know? It wouldn't be a D&D &D adventure if we wouldn't clear a cellar of rats. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, you, you can do whatever you want. Dawn unsheaths his swords and just goes, come on, let's go. Yeah, Darren stays in the back, but readies up. Okay, so you buckle up and get in line and Darren opens the door. Roll me initiative. Oof. 16. Well, I got a 4. That's 15. 17 for Dawn. So, first of all, is Dawn. Dawn is going to hold his action until the rats appear and then stab them in the back. Yeah, no, rats are there. You walk into the room and you see a swarm of eight rats. They're kind of big, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. The rats come to Dawn. Dawn does not go to the rats. I'd like to clarify this. Because if you have it at a door, you have a limited amount of them that can get through. So, are you staying at the door or are you walking into the room? Cause... Staying at the door. Okay, they just kind of hiss at you. Yeah, they puff themselves up. How big are they? I mean, they're not, like, large. They're just um, a bit bigger than uh, your average rat. In that case, Dawn uses Mage Hand to pick one up by the tail and beat the others to death. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, you can do that. Roll me something. I don't know. Roll Dex is a general to hit, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not your dex, you're just using your... Uh... So it's my mental acuity, which is my intelligence, or my wisdom. What's your What's your casting stat? Int. Yeah, intelligence. Okay, roll me intelligence. To see, to see how well you can... Uh, 14 plus 3 is 17. 17, yeah, you managed to punch one rat. Uh, roll me a d4 of damage. Um, oh no, I wanted to pick the rat up and beat the other rats with it. Yeah, and you're gonna deal 1d4 damage to both rats. Ah, I see. Okay. I'm so happy that uh, that Dawn is intelligent enough to beat a rat with another rat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's great. Uh, that would be a four. A four, wow, yeah. Um, he also looks like he's hugely enjoying this. Mm -hmm. 
It's fucked up. Are you talking it's about the rat or eating the Korean chicken? Yeah, the, the rat uh, squeals and hisses and you smash it into the other rat and the other rat smashes towards the wall and hits the wall and the rat, the other rat is down. The one you're holding is still uh, flailing around. Oh, that's fun. So next up is Kara. Do I have better intelligence than, than eight? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I mean, it's a, it's a swarm, so... Yeah. I mean, it's right. just your basic attack, but, um... Stuff, that's That is... 15. 15. You swipe your staff through the through the swarm of rats, and you hit a few of them on the way, uh, roll damage. Wow. Three bludgeoning. <laughs> and I'll use a bonus action to do an arm to take. Okay, yeah. You kick into the swarm of rats, roll. Let's see if I can stomp on one of them. 11 to hit. Eleven. Yeah, uh, you you lift up your leg and you stomp down and you hear a crack under your foot. Uh, roll me damage. That is five damage. So I did more damage with, with my foot than I did with my stuff. But there we go. <laughs> Sometimes that seems to be the way. Yeah, and, and uh, you just splattered the rat. So <laughs> a small pool of blood bursts out from under your foot and dissolves in the, the water in the room. Next up is Cassney. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna try and hit a rat with my dagger. Why not? I mean, it's a it's a swarm, so you know, meta gaming. You're dealing with a swarm. Didn't just you know for flavor say there's eight of them. So yes, I mm-hmm. stab at one of the newest ones with my dagger. Okay, roll for it. And I miss horribly because that is a three. So even if you include my bonuses to hit, which would be all of eight. You swing towards the rat and it scurries just out of your reach and uh, you miss it entirely. Um, you have any bonus actions you want to do? I'm going to uh, sw- swing at it with my other weapon. Uh, also a dagger. <laughs> and that is a 10 plus 5, so 15. And that's 1d4, but no bonus because it's... Oh, oh, great. I hit it for one damage. Okay. It scurries out of your reach, but you swing with the other dagger. You do a backhand and you manage to cut it a bit on the side. Unfortunately, I'm running low on the spell slots at the moment. Okay, so uh, now it's the rat's turn. There's uh, still a few of them left. And um, they uh, surround Dekla, who uh, did the most damage to them. And they uh, go to bite at your ankles. No, I need those to walk. Does a nine hit you? No. They try to bite at your ankle, but uh, your uh, footwork is too quick and you just managed to almost dance out of their way. Do the cha-cha slide. <laughs> Basically. And now it's uh, Darren's turn. Yay. I would like to cast Acid Splash. Acid Splash. Okay. Take note, um, Decla is technically within the uh, swarm space, so... It says on the description that I can just choose two creatures within range of each other, so I can just choose to hurl it at two rats, I think. It's technically a swarm. For the purpose of mechanics, it's uh, considered one. Oh, well, I, then I just choose to hurl it at that one creature. But they're in the same space, so... But it's not an area. It's not an area spell. spell. It's either one or two creatures within range, like within five feet of each other. So I can just choose to not hurl it at Decla. That's not how that works, but okay. No, no, it is. Okay. 
I'm the DM. I have the final say here. I, I guess I'm just telling you what it says in this in this spell description. Okay, continue. If if you wanted to hit Dekla, then I guess it can hit Dekla. But <laughs> I choose to hurl it at the swarm. The swarm has to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Okay. The swarm rolled a total of two. That's not enough. <laughs> I do five damage. Um, Declan, I'm just gonna have you roll um uh, dexterity save for this. Nine. So, fail. Yeah, you take like half because you know it wasn't meant. It wasn't thrown at you, but like you're in the space, so. Okay. On a on a full save, you avoid all of it. Darren says, "I'm sorry, Decla. I didn't know when I was casting the spell that the DM would make up this rule." Dawn, it's your turn. Your mage hand is still holding one rat, so. Uh, Dawn's gonna play more whack-a-mole. I'm gonna beat other rats with my rat. <laughs> Dawn's having a great time. It's like he's at a fairground. Okay, yeah. Roll me intelligence again to see how well you can maneuver the rats. Uh, 17 plus 3, 20. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, you swipe the one rat into the swarm of the other rats. So, roll. Uh, uh, that's another four. I like this dice. You swing the rat like a pendulum through the swarm and you uh, leave a trail through them and uh, they, seem a bit, they seem somewhat distressed. The rat in your uh, mage hand has stopped flailing around. That's fine, as long as he still has consistency. And next up is uh, Dekla. Gonna hit it again. With the stick. Okay, go for it. Oh, actually. Yes? Yeah, I will hit it with a stick. I'm not going to use my spell, because my spell only hits once. And I get to punch it twice. Okay. Uh, that is a 17, I think. Yeah, that, that hits. Uh, you swing your staff through them again. The opposite way that Dawn's pendulum went, and they yeah, I'm having to go, uh, having to go baseball on his hat. Yeah, roll damage. See if I get a home run on <laughs> damage. Dawn will absolutely tee up a rat for uh, Dekla. That's five damage for the quarterstaff attack, and I will do another stomp on another rat. She's very sad because Dekla doesn't like anything. Uh, that's not a good roll. That is a total of seven. Yeah, you try to stomp again, but the rats, having seen what happened to their companion, they managed to scurry away from under your foot, and you're... They're too fast for my sandals. Oh god, that would be gross if I was barefoot. Ew. <laughs> you just make a large splash with your stomp. So, next up is Cassney. Okay, I want to toll the dead on these motherfuckers. They need to be wise! They're, they're pretty good wisdom for rats, I gotta say that. It's not that good, but... How wise are they? Well, they rolled a nine, so... Excellent. So I get to do... 1d12 necrotic damage, because they've already taken damage. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. So that is nine. Yay. I didn't do nine. Nice. Nine necrotic damage. Dong! <laughs> There's a loud dong, and you see several rats just... Whatever wounds they had, blood just bursts from them. God, they just fucking explode. Yeah, their eyes just liquefy and blood starts pouring from them and from their mouths and from any wounds that they had. And because we're standing in water, it's just sort of going <laughs> through them. Yeah, Ugh, that's gross. <clears throat> Is the swarm dead? No. Okay. But it's but a we whole do, lot more. But we do now have mulched rats running through our toes. Mmm, tasty. There's like maybe two rats left. Dawn is very concerned about Kasnik. 
Cassie didn't say that. You should see the the faces he's pulling at me. It's great. <laughs> Bunch of rats exploded and you're standing in blood water. Okay, so it's the rats' turn. They're not smart enough to figure out that the dong came from Cassie, so they're gonna continue attacking Decla, who is right up in their grill. So, uh... Ooh. Yeah, they uh, bite at your ankles. Does a uh, 19 hit your AC? Yes. Okay, the tiny little fucker uh, uh, finds your blind spot and crawls to your leg and bites you for uh, three damage. Okay. It's now Darren's turn. Darren will cast uh, Firebolt. Cast Firebolt, okay. Roll for it. Well, at least things won't get set on fire because the whole place is wet. I rolled a... Oh, that's not great. Uh, That's an 11. Uh, For an attack? Yep. Yeah, you hit the rats. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Decla, make me a deck save. With a fireball, too? Okay. She's in their grill. I guess. 15. Yeah, you managed to jump out of the way, out of the way in time. The rats take 8 damage. Okay. A large burst of flame flies out of Darren's hand. Decla jumps away just in time as it envelops the two rats that were left. And uh, a delicious smell envelops the room. Oh, it smells so good. Congratulations, you just killed the rat swarm. Hell yeah. Uh, Dawn chucks the uh, rat he's holding with his mage hand over his shoulder and dismisses the spell. Uh, okay. Um, after I've gone to this phenomenal effort to get into this room, uh, Dawn wants to see what's inside. Is there anything but the broken water tank? There's another rat swarm revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me investigation. 13 plus 5, 18. Not really. The water that's dripping out of the thing seems remarkably fresh. But other than that... Drink it, drink it, drink it. Seems an empty boiler. Well, not even boiler room, just water tank. There's a toolbox in one corner that's like all the tools are rusted beyond use because they've been underwater for a long time. But other than that, nothing really of interest. Seriously. I mean, I tried to warn you. <laughs> Dawn turns around and just goes, well, that was a huge waste of time. Should we go back upstairs? Darren grabs one of the burnt rats, takes a bite out of it. Say, all right, I want to head upstairs. After all the vitamins that your body isn't used to from the apple, eating a burnt rat is actually something familiar and uh, makes you feel like home. Finally. And you will see that film <laughs> No. Dawn just blinks a few times as if he can't quite believe he just saw that happen in front of his face. Well, <laughs> it's happening. It was cooked. Darren uh, offers you some of the red. You just need to peel back the burnt fur because that bit's not nice. Dawn, you want some of this? Darren likes it crispy. I'm good, thank you. All right, more for me. Enjoy, though. Oh, it's very good. The man will eat anything. Mmm, delicious rat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie pulls down aside and says, um, "You know, I bet if you put a fancy sauce on it and put, gave the dish a foreign name, he'd eat it. Probably. You know, he's eaten worse things. Probably. If you put it in a fancy restaurant and pair it with a wine. I actually have this down to a science. You know, I can I can cast my firebolt to the exact temperature that I can cook any small mammal perfectly. Okay, so uh, yeah." Congratulations, you just killed the rats. What do you do? Dawn heads back upstairs, away from sort of like this mulched rat water. You go back upstairs. What do you? What do you do? Where do you go? As there's like a big wibbly thing going on, 
in the middle of the staircase, I suggest we go up this one. I still haven't found anything useful for the, uh, you know, saving the kid. Like, there was the needle by the front door, but... <laughs> well, now we have a sample of it, I'm sure we can create an antidote. Yes, there might be a, there might be a study upstairs with, with all the notes on how to make an antidote for the poison, and then a convenient bottle with a poison antidote written on it. The twist is, the antidote's poison as well. Mm. Oh no! And as you're walking up the stairs, like, in the bottom floor, it's pitch dark. Like, most of you have dark vision, and Kasni has that ring, and the ring has been on for the entirety of this escapade, but as you're walking up the stairs, you actually see a small bit of light, dim light streaming in through the dirty windows, and as you walk up the stairs, you see it's sort of a large room, and there's a set of old and rotten couches and various meditation tools arranged haphazardly around the room. There's a few doors leading out. Declan, are any of this familiar? Is any of it familiar? Um, you do recognize the symbols written on the walls. They were similar to the ones that you had at your temple in the reflection room. There's a few um, symbols of the sun, the spiral with uh, eight triangles. Uh, I tell Dawn, yeah, it's it's familiar, but, you know, also different. Dawn muses, I find it very strange that there's a temple of your order just in the middle of the woods. Um, and then he sort of wanders over to the door on the right-hand side mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the room and first listens to it to make sure there's nothing, like, behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Romney perception. Uh, 11 plus 4, 6, 10, 15. You don't hear anything. Okay, Dawn will open the door. So you open the door and immediately bright light hits you in the face. You have to shield your eyes for a bit because, you know, you've been uh, walking around the darkness of this temple. Your eyes aren't used to it. But this is like bright, like sunlight. Light. It burns. Dawn reels away, eyes streaming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you swap out for your tinted glasses? (laughs) <laughs> um, he then reaches into his uh, robes, pulls out a tinted set of glasses, and swaps them over. The rest of you see you see Don recoil and ready yourself before you walk into the room. But as you walk in, you see that the bright light that you saw comes from two glowing orbs hanging from the ceiling, and you know there's like this leafy smell coming out of this room and as you walk in you see there's plants and creepers that have overgrown the chamber it's covering everything you look around there's some shattered glass on the floor and on one of the tables an intact beaker still stands and uh there's some pink liquid inside it as you actually as you open the door you hear a loud ringing echo out of the room well if they didn't know we were here by now they certainly do I investigate the greenhouse. Decla, you want to come in here and um, drop your plant knowledge on me? Okay. What are these? These certainly are plants. Mm-hmm. They definitely look like plants. Roll me investigation, Decla. Roll me nature. Anyone who wants to look around can roll me investigation. Hey. That is a 12 with my minus one. no smart. You recognized... Most of the plants, they're like local plants that grow around the forest. So you find stuff like rosemary and black vine and sundew and basil and mint, various forms of mint, some 
wildflowers, some... Weed. Not weed. <gasps> Dawn got a nat 20 on his investigation. Okay, yeah, you got a nat 20. Uh, Dawn, you look around the lab, Declas is playing to you what the various plants are. You open a drawer and you find a potato inside. You got a potato. Yeah! This potato has a spiral carved into it. Dawn shakes off the feeling of deja vu. And uh, yeah, as you move it away, you find under it a notebook that the monk who was working at the, in the lab was uh, writing notes into. And you look for the notes and you find a short piece of text that describes the manufacture of an antidote for the sleeping draught. Well, there we go. That's perfect. Dawn will enlighten everybody of this. It requires three plants. Rosemary, black wine, sundew that can be found in this room that Decla has already ident- identified because they're pretty common. And the leaves should be pounded in a spotless silver bowl with a drop of human or animal blood and uh, left to rest in the sunlight for five minutes. Everyone got that? If it's a diary, does it have any sort of dates in it? It's not really a diary, it's like research notes. Yeah, but if they're doing plants, then I would expect them to have like progression yeah, there's not really, there's like, you know, day one, plant this and this, day two, plant this and this, you know. Okay, that's fine. Week three, week four, stuff like that. Week four, found these strange mushrooms. Now everything's blue. <laughs> you do find a line of text that says that, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dawn looks for the mushrooms. You don't find them. Once uh, we've collected all the things for the antidote, Dawn takes the book and gives it to Decla. As he assumes she'll be the one preparing the antidote. Do you have a spotless silver bowl? Well, I mean, we're not going to do it now, are we? We still don't have a bowl. We have the rest of the temple to explore. And, like, the kid's not going anywhere. I mean, I don't think there's any he... imminent danger of, of immediately dying. Dawn quickly goes, uh, gets bored with this room now. There's no mushrooms in it. And uh, goes to the one next door. Okay, are the rest of you doing anything? Like, again, you're letting Dawn do all the work. I mean, you know. Take him in my living kit. Yeah, you can. And then follow Dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's still that, you know, pink pink liquid. Uh, I don't suppose I have any fucking idea what that is. What, what kind of something? You can roll me something. Darren, drink it and find out. <laughs> I'd say Arcana. That's a 15, 16 minus 1. Like, any of you can roll this... What is it, Arcana, or what are we rolling? Yeah, Arcana, for the pink liquid. Well, I rolled like garbage, so I have no clue. What kind of garbage? Five, total. Mm. Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Dekla, Kasni, you both, you've seen a similar liquid before. It seems to be similar to, like, a healing potion. Can I find a vial or something I can put a stopper in to transport this? Because I'm not carrying it around in a beaker. There must be a potion vial or something around here. Okay, roll me investigation. Oh, great. I'm not good at investigation. Can somebody help me? Uh, I'll just say when I pick up the... I'm going to pick up the, the beaker, look at the contents and say, I, I think this is a healing potion. It might even be the cure for that uh, that sleeping potion. So um, does anyone have a, a, a vial with a stopper or a bottle I can put this in? Or do you want to help me look to see if there's one here? Uh, yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> no, I will uh, help look place up and down okay. uh, do you want me to roll anything or do we just find something I don't know. do I get advantage for having someone help me yes because it makes a big difference mm-hmm. because if I don't get advantage it's uh, six and if I do it's a natural 20 <laughs> yeah so you open like a cupboard and as you open a cupboard a potato falls out of it what 
Is the other potato still around? Uh, you don't see it anywhere. I'm starting to think that there's only one potato. Kelsey picks up the potato and puts it in his bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a potato with a spiral carved into it. And behind the potato, you see like a whole shelf of various uh, potion vials. Yeah, Kelsey puts the lucky potato in his bag and decants the, uh, the potion into a vial or two vials or however many it takes to do it. It's actually enough for two vials. So you uh, decant the beaker into two of the vials, and now we have two doses of healing potion. Yay. Yay. Okay. I, I think we can just head out now, right? I mean, is there anything else we need to do here? We need a bowl. We need a silver bowl. Did Decla pick the herbs that we need to make? Yes. The... yes. Okay, cool. Did, did I find a silver bowl while I was looking around with my nat 20? No. No. We'll have to look in another room. But they, yeah, they must have one here because they need to be able to make the antidote on the off chance that someone accidentally gets got by it. Okay, so while all of you were admiring the bowl, Dawn went and looked into the other room. And as he opens the door, that's where we will stop for today. Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. If you can, please rate and review our podcast, and tell your friends about us. Now, Game! Game! I've been really digging recently. What's that? Anime. Oh, really? You're not alone. Nice. You know I've been really into recently? I've been into Supernatural. Hey, you're not alone. You guys know what I really love? What's that? Pokemon. You're not alone. We should do a podcast. Totally. Yeah. Fandoms. Oh, hell yeah. That's great. Yeah. If you want to listen to that, listen to Fem Fandom, the podcast that proves you're You're not not alone. alone.